Miracy. I'm Seth Green, and you're listening to Making It. I run a business called MarketDominationLLC.com, and we grow businesses one profitable relationship at a time. I had a chronic illness. I was diagnosed at 12, but it didn't really become an issue until I was about 16. And I unfortunately had a lot of time to myself in a hospital room because when you're going to be gone for school for a long period of time and you get a tutor, you find out that what takes six and a half, seven hours in a school day with one-on-one attention, you can knock off in an hour, hour and a half. So I had lots of free time given that both my parents worked by myself, where I started asking interesting questions about why this had happened to me in the library of Children's Hospital next to the C-Spot Run books and the Cat in the Hat books. For some reason, someone had left a Tony Robbins book, Unlimited Power. I grabbed that and that started my lifelong journey into personal and spiritual development. I was bullied a lot in middle school and I ended up trying to um, summon the devil. I got into the occult. I wanted to summon Satan to place a curse on the bully who was bothering me. It didn't work. Um, And my father to distract me from the occult bought me tarot cards and I had to learn how to read them. And that's at that store where I went to go buy a book because there was no internet back then. It was a magic store. That's where I I bought my first magic trick instead and became an amateur magician. At the age of 18, I went to college for musical theater. My life goal at that time was to be a Broadway star, but my father gave me such a hard time every semester about the high cost of tuition at Syracuse University that by the time I graduated with my theater degree, I had come up with a backup plan. I did not want to starve in New York as a waiter anymore. I decided to become a college financial aid planner to help other families cut the cost of college tuition, except my branch manager gave me a phone book and told me to make 300 cold calls a day interrupting strangers to ask for their money. This was over 20 years ago. There was no internet, no social media, no email. It was all direct mail, print, and cold calling. I hated cold calling. I had the good fortune to find legendary marketing guru, Dan Kennedy. I begged my wife for 30 days straight to let me borrow more than the mortgage on our new house to go work with Dan. Thank God she said yes, because in the two years of working with Dan, I went from last place at a Fortune 500 firm of 6,700 advisors to I was in the top 30 nationwide for opening new accounts, again, in under two years. That got me written about in every industry trade journal and financial services and three best-selling books. My phone started ringing off the hook with advisors who wanted to do what I did. I asked Dan what to do. He said, start a marketing company and do it for them. And so MarketDominationLLC.com was born 16 years ago, and it's been an incredible journey ever since. I was a high-level producer, and the company had just launched a multi-billion dollar branding campaign. And the executive vice president at the company who was in charge, it was his baby. He was on a roadshow going to every office talking about it. And I raised my hand and I had, you know, learned Dan Kennedy, direct response marketing. And I said, we spent a billion dollars of shareholder money. I'm a shareholder. What was the return on our investment for this marketing campaign? And he said, I don't understand. I said, we spent a billion dollars. How many clients did the firm as a whole get? How many assets did we bring in? How much money did we make? 
He said, we have no way to track that. He said, we have anecdotal evidence that people recognize the logo in focus groups and people call in, but we have no way to track. And I said, we didn't have a centralized 800 number for every ad to drive to. And then we could have handed out the leads to each office branch manager. There was no tracking mechanism. There was no nothing. And he said, no. And I said to myself, I'm out of here. Now I left in 07, right when the subprime bubble burst. So in hindsight, probably really terrible timing. Didn't know the subprime bubble was going to burst. Had tried to take all of my clients with me and had plenty of them say, well, the market's tanking right now. I'm just going to wait and see. I said, well, I borrowed the money to go launch this business on my own and rent an office and buy equipment and hire people. Like, I can't wait for you to wait. I need money now. I had to learn all of the operations and paperwork and everything at the new firm that was my back office while trying to move, get, convince all my clients to move with me um, so that I could maintain my income. And because they didn't all want to move right away because the markets were tanking, I then had to go do a lot of marketing and put money out in marketing to try and bring on new clients to replace those who hadn't come with me yet and to grow. It worked out over that year. I planned for a worst case scenario and said, what happens if none of my clients come with me and it takes longer than I think to bring in new clients? So I borrowed enough to not only leave and start the business, but I borrowed enough to cover all the bills for a year, both the bills at work and the bills at home, like the mortgage. So thankfully, I had that 12-month safety net, um, which ultimately I paid back in a couple of years because I was able to you know, get through that time and do the hard work, nose to the grindstone, work a lot of extra hours and pull it off. When did I feel that I made it? I don't know that I feel like I made it. I think the first year when I did my first marketing campaign branded to my own new firm and it worked and started bringing in business, it took some of the pressure off knowing, hey, I can do the new version of the marketing I want to do and it's actually going to work. I think that made me feel a lot better. I think when I started the marketing company that same year and when my first marketing campaign for our first marketing client worked and they were thrilled and they were bringing in business, I felt like, hey, we're on to something here. This is going to work out. So that probably made me feel like I had made positive progress. But I don't know that you ever really feel like, okay, I've arrived because every time we set a goal and we hit it, there's another goal after that. It's funny when I look back, when I'm having a stressful moment, when a client doesn't pay or when something goes wrong and I go back and I go, wow, you know, we're making, whether it's 10 times or however many times more than we were when we started, I need to celebrate the wins more and get some perspective. But I don't know if there's ever a day when you feel like you've made it forever. I think I have those days every month when things go well, but I've also got the opposite of those when, you know, clients don't pay or they disappear or something bad happens. What gets me up in the morning is the ripple effect. It's how many people we're able to affect by marketing our clients. So if you were a chiropractor and you saw 200 patients, those that's your ripple. But I'm making this up. If we had 100 chiropractors, maybe our ripple is now 20,000 patients. So I love thinking about all of the end user consumers who get touched by our business owner clients 
And that's what gets me really excited is to think about that ripple of how far reaching we really are. I'm Seth Green, and you've been listening to Making It. You can get a free copy of my book, The Ultimate Guide to Growing Your Business with a Podcast. Just pay the shipping at ultimatepodcastbook.com. Making It is part of the Mirror CFM podcast network, which also includes such shows as Course Lab and Just Between Coaches. This episode of Making It was produced by Danny Bermant and Jeff Govertson. Cynthia Lamb is a supervising producer. Danny Innie is our executive producer. Post-production by Post Office Sound. So you catch the great episodes that are coming up on Making It, go ahead and follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening right now. And if you like the show, please leave us a starred review. It's the best way to help us get these ideas to more people. Thank you, and we'll see you next time.